0: wildlife is a part of life here in the Northwoods, but sometimes that wildlife can cause problems for the people around us. That's what we're talking about on this week's All Things Outdoors. Joining us is Conservation Warden Tim Otto. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me back after a brief respite.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have you back here again. Uh, And I should tell people that this episode was inspired from personal experience on my behalf. I have been... uh, dealing for the past couple weeks with skunks living under my house. I think I have successfully encouraged them to move on, um, perhaps only to the shed on my property, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. It's an ongoing uh, thing for me here, but it did inspire me to talk to Tim about, you know, what can people do about wildlife when it becomes a problem to either your house, or your property, and that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, Tim, what, what kind of calls you get, I guess, most often about wildlife in the Northwoods?
1: You're not really the the main wildlife damage expert or abatement person in the DNR, but it seems like people find my number and I still end up talking to them or sometimes just in general conversations with people. And the biggest complaint, um, literally and figuratively and numerically, is probably from bears. You know, know, they're pretty unwanted in a lot of places, uh, especially around residences. And my biggest advice to people on that is they're really kind of similar to raccoons, but because they're about a power of 10 larger than <laughs> raccoons that they can do about 10 times the damage. So, um, you know, so the same kind of advice for raccoons and bears and in, in a lot of these species that we can talk about is figure out the reason that they're there and then remove that reason or possibly protect that reason. So for example, if they're coming in and getting in your garbage, it's probably gonna be time to secure your garbage or find a, find a different uh, strategy to, to deal with that. If they're breaking down your, your bird feeders and ripping up stuff around there, then it's probably time to bring your bird feeders in. If not for the summer, at the very least, bring them in during the day so that uh, those feeders aren't out there at night for the to bears to ransack. And lastly, I would say if none of those things are solving the problem, uh, you can contact the USDA's Wildlife Services. They, uh, they can and do trap nuisance bears. Um, not raccoons, but they, they will help you with the, with the big raccoons.
0: um and uh i know we were also talking and you said that uh, you know beavers and goose are some of the other ones that you're going to get calls about too
1: yeah especially with the the lakefront property owners um you know as uh, anybody that's listens to wxpr knows is that the real estate market's pretty hot in the area so um we've had a lot of people moving in a lot of property turnover especially on those vacation homes and such and lakefront properties and and You know, again, the same thing applies there. Figure out why they're why they're coming up there and protect it, or um, you know, find out a reason to remove it. With geese, a lot of times they're just uh, they're kind of waddling up onto the lawn. They're eating a lot of that fresh grass, and kind of the two main things you can do to keep the geese off your lawn. First off, planting um, like native vegetation along the shoreline. They don't like to go through tall grass, so if you have a taller grass or brush that that will really discourage them from from going into it, and of course I would highly recommend using a native vegetation for that. Um, you can also place low wire fencing. Um, you know, geese don't jump, you know, they'll fly, but they really won't jump over a fence. So if you put a low wire fence, that will help keep them out and that will also work for, for beaver. And if you're having beaver problems, you can try to protect um, specific trees, use a small wire mesh, put it around the tree to, to protect it. but. Um, To some degree, with a lot of the stuff we're talking about, you just have to kind of accept that as we move into their habitat that we're going to have to share space with them.
0: Yeah, wildlife, like we said in the beginning, wildlife is part of life in the Northwoods here. Um, And so, you know, when people are dealing with this, I guess, what's your best advice for determining, you know, okay, I've tried so many prevention methods. When should I be calling the DNR to try something else? You
1: know, realistically, um, bears are probably about the only thing that we can really help you with a whole lot, and even that it would be through the through the U.S. Department of Agriculture uh, Wildlife Services, which on our website we do have contact information for them. Um, but otherwise, you can also go on our website. Same thing to find perhaps some. Uh, some abatement measures that you can try for specific species there's a whole bunch of them I looked that up today before coming in so there's actually some really good information on there Um, but my you know again my general kind of elevator pitch is figure out the reason that they're they're coming in there and remove that reason if you're still having problems I checked this also today if you search the interwebs you can find all kinds of uh, private vendors that will help you with your with your wildlife issues.
0: And I will say I went to the DNR's website for my skunk problem, and I'm pretty sure it worked, so fingers crossed that, that works for me going forward here. Well, uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> I, I, for your benefit and your dog's sake, I hope so.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, and I'll be have that link on our website, wxpr.org. Conservation Warden Tim Otto, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: <laughs> Thank you.